0: Welcome to Healthy Vision Talk Radio, the podcast for people in search of a physician with alternative solutions for their eye problems. From the best selling, award winning, world's only homeopathic ophthalmologist, here's your host, Dr. Edward Kondraut. when the opera Turn Dot. I will conquer. I will conquer. Welcome to Healthy Vision, the talk radio show that helps you conquer your vision loss. Dr. Edward Conrad is a board-certified ophthalmologist and homeopathic doctor, author of seven best-selling books. Healthy Vision is dedicated to bringing you the latest information for a lifetime of healthy sight and to help you conquer your eye problems. And now, your host, America's favorite eye doctor, Dr. Edward. Welcome to Healthy Vision your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, and thank you so much for tuning in. This evening, it is going to be Ask Dr. Kondrat a Question, and this is an opportunity for you to give me a call and uh, share with me what's on your mind regarding your eye care and vision problems. And we're going to be focusing on a disease this evening called glaucoma, and uh, glaucoma is a very serious eye disease that can lead to blindness if it's not treated properly. It's also very difficult to diagnose, and it's also very difficult to treat. Many of you that are listening do have glaucoma. You may be having trouble with your vision. You may be having trouble with your eye drops. You may be questioning is surgery the right step to take? Well, I hope to clarify all those issues on this show this evening. But first, I do think it's very important that you're under an ophthalmologist care because glaucoma is a serious disease. I'm happy to give you a second opinion, but uh, whatever you learn on this radio show, make sure you consult with your glaucoma specialist. And if you're not sure, consult with another eye doctor to give a second opinion. So the lines are open. So I would like to hear from you. You can reach me at 602-277-5369. 602-277-5369 or 277KFNX and also reach me toll free at 866-536-1100 that's 866-536-1100 so the, the door is open and I look forward to your calls so let's begin For those of you that may not know what glaucoma is, glaucoma is a disease, it's actually a very complex disease. It's a condition that sometimes is very difficult to diagnose, but basically it's a condition where the pressure inside the eye increases. There's a fluid inside the eye called the aqueous humor, and this pressure increases. The fluid accumulates, and because of this increase in pressure, it uh, reduces the circulation to the optic nerve. And the optic nerve is responsible for taking the images of the retina to the brain and giving me good, sharp vision. So glaucoma is essentially a condition of high pressure and damage to the optic nerve of the eye. So the way I look at glaucoma, there is two parts of the treatment. One is to lower the pressure. To improve the health of the eye and the second is to look at the optic nerve and I think this is where many good ophthalmologists miss the mark they really don't advise patients to do things to improve the circulation to improve the health of the optic nerve so I hope this evening we're going to talk about ways that you can improve the health of the optic nerve but let me try to explain it this like. if you have a garden hose that's flowing water and you step on the hose, the pressure on it, the water will decrease and stop. So that's kind of the way that glaucoma works. The pressure increases, and it constricts that guard nose, which is supplying blood and nutrients to the optic nerve. So one way of treating it is to put less pressure on the guard nose. So you lift your foot. But the second way is to increase the flow of water in the garden hose and get a better garden hose. So if you have an old, beat-up garden hose that's degrading, it doesn't take much pressure. So that essentially is kind of the mechanic of what happens the glaucoma. The blood vessels are old, maybe they're degenerating, maybe there's other uh, toxins in the body, decrease in oxygenation, arteriosclerosis, many, many other factors. So the eye is much more sensitive to increases in intraocular pressure. So I want to talk a little bit about the types of glaucoma. And this can be kind of confusing. This is kind of confusing with the types of glaucoma. The most common type of glaucoma is open angle. And that means that the eye is open. There's no blockage of the outflow, Because one way that you can get an increase in pressure is that the outflow mechanism, you know, aqueous fluid is produced but it has to leave somewhere. Kind of like the drain in your bathtub. If that drain is blocked, water's going to overflow in the top. But if you open up that drain and you use a rotor rooter or really clean it, that drain is going to open up and that water is going to leave. So for some reason, an open-angle glaucoma, there is a buildup of pressure because of blockage in the drain. The other type is closed angle. And this is where mechanically uh, the eye is closed or restricted. The fluid can't leave the eye. Typically with closed angle glaucoma, it is a surgical emergency. So there is one indication where you absolutely need surgery, and that's the closed angle. Uh, We have a knock on the door. We have Dennis on the line. Dennis, thank you for joining us on Healthy Vision. Hi, doctor. Um, I'm curious if you have uh, an opinion on the um, effectiveness of Travitan in uh, treating uh, glaucoma. And uh, I, I would prefer more homeopathic uh, solutions rather than, uh, you know, prescription drug. Do you have any opinions on uh, effectiveness of Travitan? Well, you know, all of the glaucoma drops on the market do have some positive effect. And there's many, many different ways to help lower the pressure. We have the uh, prostaglandin eye drops, uh, which work by increasing the outflow. We have beta blockers. We have alpha agonists. We have carbonic anhydrase inhibitors. And uh, Travitan is uh, one of them. I believe it's an alpha agonist, and it's also a uh, carbonic and hydrase inhibitors. So my my comment is this, that one of the first things you need to do when you're treating glaucoma is you got to lower the pressure. And that can be a difficult decision to, to make because sometimes you can have a pressure of 25, which some doctors consider high, and never lose your vision with glaucoma. Or you can have a pressure of 10 or 8 or 6, and go blind from glaucoma. So the point I want to emphasize is that glaucoma is more than just the pressure. But I do advise most patients that they really need to get their eye pressure down at a good number. The other factor that we need to consider is the extent of damage that you have. Is it recently diagnosed? You have visual field damage. You have nerve fiber. And a a little later, I'm going to talk about all the ways. Now, if you'd like me to review your eye records, I'd be happy to do that. We have, you can go to freeconsult.us, freeconsult.us, and schedule the appointment, send your records in. I'd be happy to review them and to give our opinion. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, Travitan works. There may be a better eye drop for you. And maybe you don't even need to take any eye drops at all if you begin to look at some of the alternative treatments that I'm going to talk about a little later. I'm sorry, I've heard that alpha-lipolic acid and ginkgo biloba are um, effective um, in the treating um, the uh, excessive eye pressure. Well, they're, they're not so much treating excessive eye pressure but they help improve the circulation of the optic nerve. So most of the uh, nutrients that I'm going to talk about a little later help improve the circulation of the optic nerve. So we're coming up to a break, but stay tuned, because I'm going to be talking about alternative treatments. But I want to thank you so much for your call. And, folks, if you do have a question regarding glaucoma, I'll be right back after this break. You can reach us at 602 602- Two seven seven five three six nine, or toll-free, And I'll be right back after this break. Uh, welcome back, and we're talking about glaucoma. But just to finish up on the types of glaucoma, I mentioned the open angle and the closed angle. There are many, many other types. Uh, one is pseudo-exfoliation. Uh, the other is pigment dispersion. There's congenital. So the list goes on and on. So it is important that you have the correct diagnosis so the ophthalmologist and eye specialist can actually tailor a treatment for you. Now, I can't emphasize enough that glaucoma is more than just an increase in pressure. You can have a slightly elevated pressure and never lose any vision from glaucoma, or you can have a pressure that's extremely low and go completely blind. So we have a lot of other testing that we do for glaucoma, and the testing over the years is getting better and more sophisticated, and we're able to diagnose glaucoma at a much earlier stage. And not only are we able to diagnose it at an earlier stage, we're able to evaluate the effectiveness of the treatment. A little later, I'll be talking about the type of testing that is essential for glaucoma, but we do have a knock on the door. We have Mike from the great state of Texas. Mike, welcome to Healthy Vision.
1: Ah, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, the the reason I'm calling is since all the 80s I have been diagnosed with high eye pressure in the you know mid to slightly high 20s, but I have never had any indications of damage yet so far. And that's still the way it is right now. And I'm wondering now uh, I've got one eye one doctor that's trying to get me on lat- latanoprost. To preclude any damage from happening, but I'm wondering if if I start a drug now, will I become less sensitive to it when I do need it? If I do start seeing damage, or if I am just maybe genetically not susceptible to it, and just see what happens, let it go for a while. Or, well, one thing I I need to comment, you know, glaucoma is much more than pressure, so right. it's the health of your optic nerve. Now. It's interesting because the way we measure glaucoma, we put a little bit of pressure on the surface of the eyeball, and we measure the amount of pressure it takes to indent the eye, much like if you have a basketball. You have a lot of air in the basketball, and you put your thumb on it, you're not going to indent it at all. If the basketball is nice and soft, you'll be able to push it in. There's another factor called corneal thickness, and there's a variation in thickness. Some people have a thin cornea which is kind of like the shell of the eye, and some people have a thick cornea. So if you have a thick cornea, you may be getting a falsely elevated pressure because it takes a little bit more to intense the eye. So the internal so it is important you may want to ask your ophthalmologist, what is my corneal thickness? And then make those adjustments. Ah. But I really love talking to a patient like you. Because you're a perfect candidate to begin doing these alternative treatments. Let's
1: right.
0: Look at the health of the optic nerve. What can you do to improve the circulation of the optic nerve? And the first thing is to look at your general health. Do you have cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure? Uh, what is your diet like? Improve your general health. And you can do things very simply to improve the circulation of the eye. There's something called exercise. Studies have shown that if you exercise a couple, do aerobic exercise a couple times a week, that can lower the intraocular pressure. And at the same time, more importantly, it's improving circulation to the nerve and oxygenation to the optic nerve. Uh, Later on, I'll be talking about treatments like microcurrent, ozone therapy, uh, that have been shown to improve the circulation, but I think at this stage, if there's no evidence of any damage to the optic nerve, uh, and the doctor's just concerned about the pressure, just begin to make some changes to improve your overall health. And if you go to my website, healingvi.com, you can download a copy, complimentary copy, of my best-selling book, Ten Essentials to Save Your Sight. And they'll go over in detail all the things you can begin doing. One thing that I really think that everybody should do is to get tested for heavy metals. And you're from Texas, and I guarantee you probably have elevated lead. Uh, and it's because we grew up in an environment where we had leaded gasoline, leaded paint, leaded pencils, and lead in our body. And that's interfering with our circulation and helping to produce uh, arteriosclerosis, cardiovascular disease, and eye problems. And I'm a big advocate of chelation therapy, which not only helps me remove heavy metals, which will improve their health, but it also improves circulation. So I would investigate getting tested for heavy metals and also um, consider chelation. And if you go to freeconsult.us, I'd be happy to take a look at your eye records just to see what's going on, if there's any other evidence that you're beginning to get some glaucoma. The other question is this, is anybody else in your family have glaucoma? Yeah, not not as far as I know. Okay, well, that's great, because usually there tends to be familial tendencies. So if you had somebody in your family that had glaucoma, then you would be at a higher risk, and then doctors might want to be a little bit more aggressive, in terms of treating your glaucoma. But right now, I think you have to look at the other end of the glaucoma spectrum. Not so much the pressure, but what can you do to improve the health of the optic nerve? Now, it's different if the pressure creeps up to the high 20s or low 30s, then I think the risk is too great. But with the pressure in the mid 20s, with no evidence of damage, I think you can probably just watch uh, very carefully and, uh, if you do develop some evidence that changes in the optic nerve or visual field, then you need some treatment.
1: Okay, great.
0: All right. That's well, what I was hoping. So much for, thank you so much for the call. And uh, we have another knock on the door. We have Elizabeth from St. Louis, Missouri. Elizabeth, welcome to Healthy Vision.
1: Thank you. Um, I want to do, make the ozone but that you were talking about online, and you recommend getting a preservative-free saline solution. And I've gone online searching for it, and I don't know which kind would be pure enough for the eyes, and I was wondering if you could recommend uh, preservative-free well, saline
0: unfortunately, solution. Unfortunately, it's hard to get preservative-free saline online. Uh, we do have it in our office. This is the same saline that the doctors give you intravenously. And it's just preservative-free and 100% pure. But just if the listeners aren't aware, you're interested in making ozone eye drops. Now, ozone eye drops are very helpful for dry eye, ocular irritation, but I don't think it's a viable treatment for glaucoma. Um,
1: I have dry eye and cataracts.
0: All right. Well, that would be perfect for uh, the dry eye. It may help the cataracts a little bit. But those of you that are listening to have glaucoma, I prefer ozone treatment either done intravenously, it's called major autohemotherapy, where you mix ozone with the blood, or rectal insufflation, which, because rectal insufflation is something you can do at home, and it has been very, very effective. There's been studies done that show that it can help reduce the damage from glaucoma, and it can also help... Um, reverse some of the damage, uh, so it's rectal insufflation, and you can go to YouTube, and I have a couple of good YouTube videos on ozone. Just type in my name, Chondrat Ozone, and you can look at those YouTube videos, that will show you how to do that, but the rectal insufflation and in ozone is a very, how, how very... Can
1: How can I get this from your office? Because when I call, I never
0: get an answer. Give the office a call, 800-430-9328. And they better answer, that's their job. If they don't, give me a call on a radio show again. 800-430-9328. It upsets me if it's easier to get a hold of me on a radio show than it is talking to one of my staff members. (laughs) That's you're in trouble. Well, oh, that's in been trouble. my
1: experience.
0: <laughs> okay, give the office a call. But we're coming up to another break, and uh, we're focusing. This is asked Dr. Conrad a question, and we're focusing on glaucoma. And the lines are open, so I'd like to hear from you. If You have a question regarding glaucoma, your eye drops, your testing, anything that's on your mind. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you are if you're shy and you don't want to make that phone call. And you can always give the office a call at 800-430-9328 or email me at info at healingvi.com. That's info at healingvi.com. But the lines that you can reach me are 602-277-5369. That's 602-277-5369 or toll free 866-536-1100. And we'll be right back after this break. Uh, welcome back to Healthy Vision. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. This evening we're focusing on glaucoma. And just to review some of the testing for glaucoma, in addition to the intraocular pressure, uh, most ophthalmologists will do something called a visual film test. And the visual film test carefully plots your peripheral vision. And in glaucoma, you slowly begin to lose some of your outside or peripheral vision. So once this is documented, there's particular patterns which are specific for glaucoma. Recently, there's been a lot of work done with uh, more sophisticated ways of evaluating the eye for glaucoma, and one is called ocular coherence tomography. This uses light waves to measure the retinal thickness and something called the nerve fiber layer. These are tiny little fibers that go from the rods and cones of your eye to the optic nerve. So we can measure the thickness of these fibers by the optic nerve. So a healthy eye has a very thick nerve fiber layer, but as you progress with glaucoma, you lose this nerve fiber layer. Uh, There are other ways, too. We can do fundus photographs of your optic nerve. We can also study the circulation of the optic nerve. So there are many ways to test for glaucoma. So I have to emphasize that glaucoma is more than the pressure. We look at all these parameters and put the picture together to come up with the diagnosis. So we do have another knock on the door. We have Helen from Indiana. Helen, thank you so much for calling Healthy Vision.
1: Thank you, Dr. Condred. I have a quick question. Um, I've been seeing glaucoma for about six years. And um, I just recently read something about certain type of exercise that you shouldn't do, such as yoga, a downward-facing dog where your uh, head is is down low, or even Pilates where you're, again, where you're putting your head down low, and I was wondering if you have any thoughts on that.
0: Well, I think you're right on that. You don't want to do any type of exercise where you increase the intraocular pressure. So inversion exercises, like you said, downward dog, also certain types of weightlifting exercise where you're doing something called a valsalva, where you're holding your breath and you're, you're struggling to push against an object. Uh, that can be hazardous. But it, it depends on the type of glaucoma that you have, and it depends on your intraocular pressure. So if you had very early glaucoma and very little damage to your eye, I would say there's very little risk. But if you're beginning to get uh, no fiber loss, visual field loss, and your pressures are not under good control, then I think you have to be very careful with those exercises. But that's something you should probably consult with your ophthalmologist. But the fact is that aerobic exercise, walking, walking, treadmill, cycling, swimming, all these exercises are extremely beneficial for glaucoma. In fact, studies have shown doing aerobic exercise will lower the intraocular pressure. But I have to emphasize that, you know, exercise will help lower the pressure, but the name of the game is to try to improve the circulation of the optic nerve in your eye. So all all the things that you know, the doctors are telling you to get healthier, you know, such as eating good organic food, drinking plenty of water, exercise, and also I have to say reducing stress. I believe that glaucoma is a disease of the autonomic nervous system. When you're under stress, that's when those peripheral blood vessels decrease and you have a decreased blood flow to the eye. So uh, there are some doctors, including myself, that advocate meditation, uh, positive affirmations, prayer, deep breathing, ways to reduce the stress. And of course, life is just full of stress. You know, you listen to the news and my goodness, it just, you become so upset and all these things are adversely affecting your body. Yes,
1: definitely. Definitely, and I have been trying to use um, frankincense around my orbit.
0: Oh, um, good, good. You know, frankincense is wonderful. There have been so many studies in medicine that show that frankincense helps r- repair uh, DNA. I don't think it's going to lower your eye pressure, but in terms of rejuvenation, improving um, uh, the circulation, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what we're after. That's what we're after.
1: Well, Thank you so much, Dr. Condret.
0: Okay. Thank you, and uh, best of luck to you. And we have another knock on the door. We have Evelyn from uh, Houston, Texas. Evelyn, how are you?
1: I'm doing well tonight. Thank you. How are you?
0: Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for your call, and how can I help you?
1: Well, I was diagnosed with glaucoma about two years ago, and I've been through a series of We're on our fourth (laughs) Eye drops right now, but my question is, have you noticed a lot of secondary, uh, reactions to the eye drops themselves? Uh, let me briefly tell you what I've been through that I think I see as a sequence. Uh, after I started the eye drops, my IBS flared up and, uh, we couldn't find a medication that was effective against it. Uh, went through a lot of stuff. We have now found something that an essential oil that's helping. So that's good. But the latest is I've come down with idiopathic pancreatitis, and they can find no cause. I think the eye drops are irritating all of this, but that's just, I can't prove that. Have you noticed anything like that with any of your patients?
0: That's the problem uh, with these eye drops. They're very, very powerful medications. People think that, oh, it's just an eye drop. It's not going into my system. But it's wrong. You can have a heart attack, you can have a stroke, you can have. Severe allergic reactions and problems like you're describing. That's why I like to advise patients to do everything you can to avoid the eye drops. But sometimes you have to, if your pressure is elevated and you're losing vision, then you need to look at some eye drop. And of course, now they have uh, preservative-free eye drops. So that's next on our agenda. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: well, you're working. Yeah, that's next on our agenda. Yeah. When you're working with your ophthalmologist, I mean, it's his, it's his job to try to find a good eye drop for you, one that your body's going to tolerate and, you know, one that's not going to have side effects and one that's going to help lower your pressure. Now, I'd be happy to take a look at your records. Uh, go to freeconsult.us, schedule a time, send your records in, and I could review the records, look at the eye drops you're taking, and uh, give you some advice because I really think that so many people are taking the eye drops. They need to look at the health of, of your body. They need to look at the health of the optic nerve, and sometimes when you begin to do some of these things, um, you find that you no longer need eye drops or the eye drops are reduced. But I am not advocating anyone, and if you're listening out there, I'm not advocating you to stop your eye drops. Glaucoma is a serious disease, and sometimes, even though you may not need the eye drops, you stop them, you get a rebound, and the pressure even goes higher. So um, I'm also, I, I didn't mention so far this evening about microcurrent. Microcurrent is a wonderful treatment that I've been using for 15 years that helps improve the circulation to the eye. There's studies that show that it has a neuroprotective effect. Meaning, with an existing eye pressure, you're going to have less damage to the eye. Uh, also, uh, microcurrent can lower the pressure somewhat. So it all depends on your stage of glaucoma, how much vision you've lost, what your pressure is. That's why, uh, I'd be happy to take a look at your records. Uh, and then we can, I can give you some more specific advice. But at this point, you know, try to find a, an eye drop that you can tolerate to keep your pressure under a safe level.
1: Yes, we do have the pressure under control, but like you say, there's other, th- other factors that we're looking at too. Mm-hmm.
0: So what is your pressure right now?
1: Uh, in my left eye, it's, uh, running about, uh, 12 or 13. In my right eye, with adjustment because it is a thicker cornea, it's actually about seven or eight.
0: Okay. So that's the that's the thing. You know, you can have a pressure of 5 and still lose your vision in glaucoma. Or you can have a pressure of 25 and never lose your vision. So there's other factors right. involved. Other yes. factors involved. So that's what you need to look at. So well, thank you so much for the call. Uh, we're coming up to another break, and I would like to hear from you. Uh, the lines are open. You can reach me at 602 5369 or toll free 866-536-1100. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about three of my favorite alternative treatments for helping folks with glaucoma. So we'll be right back after this break. Okay. We're back and we're talking about uh, glaucoma and my favorite, Three favorite treatments for glaucoma, and this is in addition to, you know, making those changes in your diet, proper hydration, reducing stress, and taking the right vitamin or nutritional formula. And I have worked on a optic nerve support formula, which has a lot of uh, nutritional ingredients to help improve the circulation of the optic nerve, like ginkgo biloba, and it has coleus fiscoli, it has uh, uh, vitamin E, and the B-complex vitamins, which are essential for good functioning of the optic nerve. And also it has chromium. Many glaucoma patients are deficient in chromium, so check out the optic nerve formula. But one of my most effective treatments, the one that I would highly, highly recommend, is chelation therapy therapy has been shown to improve the circulation in the body and improve the circulation to the eye. So if you have glaucoma, that's one of the main things we want to do is to improve the circulation. And also, we want to remove those heavy metals because if you have glaucoma, those heavy metals are very toxic and they may be helping to contribute further damage to your optic nerve. The other two treatments that I love are the oxidative treatments, using ozone, and we talked about that a little earlier. I like to empower patients and investigate the rectal insufflation. This is something you can do at home. The a powerful treatment that helps regenerate the eye, improve oxygenation in your body. And the third one is microcurrent. This is the other treatment you can do at home, which improves the circulation to the eye. It helps uh, as a neuroprotective effect, and it improves cellular activity. So all these things can be very, very effective. But we have another knock on the door. We have Anne from Philadelphia. Anne, welcome to Healthy Vision.
1: Hi. Hello. Can you
0: hear me? Good. How are you? I hear um, you fine. And uh, I have a lot of fun memories of Philadelphia. That's why I did all my uh, training.
1: Yeah, I heard in that and before.
0: And <laughs> the Shea Institute. Yeah.
1: Okay, great. Um I just I wanted to ask if there's, is it possible to increase peripheral vision? Peripheral vision loss. I, I should say.
0: Well, is the peripheral vision loss due to glaucoma or is it due to another problem?
1: Um, yes. Um, juvenile. Um, but also. Or retinitis pigmentosa. So I don't know which one, but I have both.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, retinitis pigmentosa is uh, you really you lose a lot of your peripheral vision. And, mm-hmm. you know, essentially with retinitis pigmentosa, you're just left with a small little island of vision in the center. I
1: know. I know.
0: And, uh, and I have found that both the oxidative treatment and microcurrent can improve the vision in retinitis pigmentosa. So most of the okay. patients I have treated uh, will find that they're increasing their central vision, the central field of vision. So okay, what is the oxidative
1: treatment? I'm, I'm sorry, do you, this oxidative treatment, is this something you sell or have or whatever?
0: No, oxidative treatments are something that can be done by an integrative doctor or alternative doctor, and there's a lot of good ones in Philadelphia, um, where there's different ways of doing it. The most powerful way is called major auto where they actually take, take out some of your blood, Mix it with ozone and put it back into your body. Uh, and that oh. is something that needs to be done intravenously by a doctor. Yeah, I, See, but I have liked the, done before. I like the rectal insufflation. Okay. Because once you invest in the ozone generator, this is something you can do at home. And go to YouTube and put in my name, Chondrat Ozone, and you'll come mm. up with some of the YouTube's that I have on the oxidative treatments, the ozone eye drops, and the rectal insufflation. Um, so buy that from your things, office. You can um, buy it from our office or online. Uh, but we try to help you get started because it's more than buying the equipment. You need ancillary support, you know, technical help, and getting things set up. But I would be happy to take a look at your records. Okay. There's freeconsult.us. Mm-hmm. send me your latest eye records, your visual fields. we'll review them and give you some, uh, some ideas on uh, what we can do to try to help you improve your vision.
1: Okay. Um, can I just say one thing very quickly? Um, I have a question you may not be able to answer um, on the air, but I was wondering if I could email. It has to do with, um, like, immunizations and the heavy metals and stuff that's in that. So I don't know if I can ask it now or if I can email.
0: Well, if you don't feel comfortable, you can email me at info at healingvi.com. Info at healingvi.com. Okay. Thank you so
1: much.
0: And also, when you send in your record, we'll have a little bit longer uh, conversation. Okay. I I appreciate your call. And I have a smile on my face because I love Philadelphia. And uh, go Eagles. (laughs) <laughs> so thanks for your call um, so uh, I don't know if we have another knock on the door is Dana there? okay well you've lost Dana from British uh, Columbia but Dana if you're listening uh, the lines are opening give us a call back 602 277 5369 602 277 5369 or toll-free, 866-536-1100. So those of you who are listening, and if you have a lot of questions and you're wondering, uh, you, maybe you want more information on microcurrent, ozone, or chelation, one of the best ways to get all that material is to download the copy of my best-selling book, Essentials to Save Your Sight, and that's available for you free, absolutely no charge and no obligation. Just go to my website, healingbi.com, and you'll see a little box. Click here to download Dr. Kondrat's book, and you'll get a uh, ebook of the ten essentials to save your site. And if you do, all right, we got another knock on the door. I didn't catch the first name, but from Arizona. Hello.
1: Yes, Dr. Conrad, this is Margie from um, Surprise, Arizona. Oh, no, and when no, I was, surprise. um when my optometrist uh, was talking to me about the possibility and thinks I have glaucoma, one thing he said that I didn't understand and I maybe you could elaborate on it, he said that if you have cataracts that can cause the pressure to increase in the eye. Do you agree with that?
0: It can, but it's extremely rare. See, when you get a cataract, sometimes the cataract, a cataract is the lens. You know, you have a lens of your eye, like a little magnifying glass. And sometimes when you get older that the lens starts to swell. And it can cause a narrowing of the angle, which causes an increase in fluid pressure. But that is extremely unusual. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, can be treated very simply with a laser treatment. That's one of the few times that I recommend a laser treatment. There's narrowing of the angle, a simple laser treatment, and correct that problem. So um, I'd be happy to take a look at your records just to see what's going on. You can go to freeconsult.us, freeconsult.us, and give the office a call. And um, go to my website and download a copy of my best-selling book and it goes through a lot of information. But just, you know, eye doctors want to do the best they can for your eye. And I do think that glaucoma tends to be overdiagnosed, mainly because it's such a serious disease. You know, eye doctors would rather treat it early and overdiagnose it than miss the diagnosis. So my approach is, hey, if you think you have glaucoma or it's borderline, Let's start to do things to improve your overall health. I think that's the best way to render it, just like with any disease. Look at treating the underlying cause. So thank you for the call. We're coming to a close on Healthy Vision, and I want to thank all of you for tuning in. This is your host, Dr. Edward Cardenot, wishing you good health and clear vision. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about alternative eye treatments, access free reports, or subscribe to Dr. Kondrat's newsletter, visit us at healingtheeye.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please write a review. We love hearing from listeners. To hear more episodes about alternative eye treatments, click subscribe and download all of our previous shows. We wish you good health and clear vision.